the all-new Sprinter from Mercedes-Benz invites you to get this with Tony Martin and Cal Wilson. Oh, gee, Cal, Ed nearly didn't make it into the studio on time. I thought it was going to be the all-Kiwi edition for a second there. Yeah, that was close. That would have been radical. I blame yeah. Wheat Bix. You didn't even spill your breakfast, though. That was no, impressive. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> Don't go thinking that means we're ill-prepared, though, Cal. What have we got, Ed? Things you just had to see. What the hell is that going to be? Sizzling hot segment. Uh, a driving <laughs> test ends with crash into bureau. Oh. Are women plates of meat? No, we're not doing that. <laughs> That's not going to be on that Damn, and I today. had so much stuff about that. <laughs> Better believe it or not, perhaps. Uh, a bit of cockney interrogation. Oh, all right, man. And, of course, uh, cat lovers are doomed to be disappointed by today's program. <laughs> it's all coming up on Get This. The idea is preposterous. It's an appalling concept. Yes, that's Midnight Oil. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. It's Get This Around the Nation on Triple M or Newcastle, KOFM. Yeah. When will they fall into line? Yeah, what is their go? <laughs> they insist on uh, keeping their own identity. Uh, uh, I hate that. It's Ed Cavalier. Morning. That's who you're hearing there. Morning. Over there, dead set play to meet. That's Richard Marsden. Tony, how you doing? And Cal Wilson's Hello. here. Hello. Hello. Excellent. Saw you on, uh, thank God you're here the other week. Yeah, yeah. I saw you on the same episode. Hey, how yeah. is this? <laughs> it's a big fat love-in today. Oh. Well done. Uh, well done. Do, do people yell, thank God you're here, to you in the street like they do with me? No, they tend to talk about Miss Kacos. They oh, remember. Miss they remember her name, they love and Miss and go, <laughs> Miss China, <laughs> yeah. which is quite, which I'm you know quite happy with. <laughs> yeah. What are people yelling at you in the street these days, Ed? Poofed. Oh, I just poofed. Yeah, yeah. Just eat some more that. chicken. No, it's a classic. Mm. You know, it's a classic. So why change it? I just get people yelling bizarre lines from the show at me. Do you? A car will go past, and someone will go, "Carl Stefanovic is a robot," and he is. <laughs> Wikipedia. Yeah. Uh, do you have any? We got an email. Did you get an excellent email oh, in there, Tony? Well, it. I'll look at look at this, Carl. Oh yes, you're talking about Ben Allbutt. Uh, oh, fake name, but okay. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, might yeah. not be. All right, all right. So what's Ben had to say for himself? Oh, uh, he's he was uh, looking through. He's Talks about Nick Kershaw for a couple of paragraphs. Good man. Sorry about that. Sweetening you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Now he knows we're reading. Uh, <laughs> he's uh, decided it's about time someone waged war on Carl Stefanovic's page. Good call. So early yesterday morning, I changed his picture to that of a robot mm. and messed about with some of the opening lines, but those, uh, oh, the, the key holders are pretty tough at Wikipedia. He received an email mm. stating if he continues to vandalise people's hard work, they will block him. Oh, oh, come on. Heavy measures. Uh, he's then changed the picture again, mm. and he says he's cut out Stefanovic's head and grafted it onto the body of R2-D2. Uh, anyone who's listening and is near a computer, please go to Wikipedia. It's still there. It's still there. Wikipedia.org. It is just Stefanovic. It's a thing of beauty. It is real. And it's a good job, too, because you can hardly tell. You can hardly tell no, they've done seamless. it. It's seamless. What's, what's the opening line of his oh, entry? Uh, Stefano Carl Stefanovic is the first robot to become an Australian television presenter. <laughs> <laughs> Stefanovic graduated from the Queensland University of Technology for Animatronics <laughs> with a degree in journalism. Oh. Hang on, wasn't that, that robot that was on Blind Date for a start. Sorry, oh, the second Dexter. robot. Dexter. Wow. Dexter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he in the Wikipedia? Dexter. Go to his oh. page. There's a picture of Carl Stefanovic. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's classic all but. Well done, all but. More of the same, you. More of the same. Um, let's get down to actual hard 
news. What have Sorry. you got, Cal? What have um, well, I, have you heard about this uh, the the spelling check disaster in a Reuters story yesterday? No, what's that? Uh, the spell check accidentally replaced the words Queen Bee with Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> so the story reads: With its highly evolved social structure of tens of thousands of worker bees commanded by Queen Elizabeth, <laughs> the honeybee genome could also improve the search for genes linked to social behaviour. Queen Elizabeth has ten times the lifespan of workers and lays up to two thousand eggs a day. <laughs> Exhausting schedule. <laughs> Imagine wading through piles of eggs at Buckingham Palace. <laughs> Corgi's going mental, biting eggs. One has been laying eggs all day. <laughs> One's abdomen is sore. <laughs> What's all this pollen doing in here? I'm afraid I've pierced Philip's thorax. <laughs> Again, Philip's thorax. That's a segment coming up on this yeah. show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, everyone was, was picturing those two having sex then, weren't they? Mm. In your head. That's why everyone went quiet. Everyone, it was just me. <laughs> <laughs> mm, bit, what is this? A little bit creepy. First, you know, on yesterday's show, he Sorry. spends most of the program saying how he's, quote, not getting any. I, that's not what I oh. said. That's really? not what I said. Zero action, I think, was the phrase. <laughs> is that different from not getting any? Yeah, action has many facets and, and nooks and crannies. And, and, and you know, it's not, it's not as crass as, as any. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Action could be a walk on the beach, holding hands. And now in the middle of the show. (laughs) (laughs) Not really? Not really, no. That's that's a walking action, but it's not action. And now in the middle of the show, he's got the image of Prince Philip having (laughs) sex in his head. (laughs) He needs some help. I do need some help. (laughs) Where shall I get it? Uh, Maybe from EastEnders. That's full of, oh, man, that's some great... Ah, what's going on? There's action a go-go in East. Have you ever seen EastEnders, Cal? It's on Foxtel UK TV. Oh, yes. They keep it, it used moving. to be on the ABC. I think it did. Mm. Maybe it was too good. Mm. Yeah, no. Uh, don't get me started. They were forced to show it in order. <laughs> <sighs> There's a bloke called Frank Butcher on it. Yeah. Oh, have you seen Frank Butcher's yes. work? Yes. He's, he's... No. Is he gruff? He's... He's butch. It's, I'm try, I just want to say the words not subtle, but ah. that doesn't sum up how loud the bloke can bellow. Really? Even the smallest piece of information can be bellowed <laughs> with a bit of Cockney <laughs> slang thrown in as well. All right. He's a tough governor Is kind he? of a What's character. What's his job? Oh, sort of lovable rogue. Uh, yeah, He's yeah. not the, the landlord of the Queen Vic. Gets around in a tracksuit a bit? Yeah, maybe, with a bit, a bit of, of bling. Uh, a bit of bling, bit of, bling, yeah. a bit of sort of pommy bling. Yeah, like a thin, one thin gold chain. And everything is bellowed at top volume. Okay. That's the thing. And he's been out of the series for a while. Where is he? Where did he go? He had to hide out in Spain for a while till <laughs> the, the Rosas left him alone. <laughs> okay. He was just outside the studio shouting and we yeah. could still hear him, so it was all right. Still here. Now, we're going to play a clip of Frank Butcher. Good. On EastEnders. You might want to turn the volume down on your radio a little bit. Do we need to know what's been happening? Oh, I think you'll get the idea. Okay. Just listen to this for subtle acting. You took me to bed, and all the time you were lying. Well, fair exchange is no robbery, and maybe I'm the one who's feeling dirty and used, eh? And that, that there was nothing to do with Janine, because that was me and you. You pretended you knew nothing. I felt sorry for you. I couldn't tell you I know all about it. I can't come charging up to your shout in the oats. Well, it would have been more honest. Honest? But, cow. She's working, you. Working me nothing. She's terrified. She's been through hell. You put her there. She may never even recover. What is the matter with you, woman? She's just an ordinary girl who's done nothing she wrong. She's killed Barry. Now let go of me. 
Janine's barrister is hardcore. He's going to rev you for breakfast. You can't take him on. Don't talk to me like I'm some old woman. You are an old woman for crying out loud. Do it a stretch at your time in life. Just go and find somewhere quiet. Yeah. <laughs> Guess we're quiet when Frank's not yelling. That conversation was over three locations. You'll notice they were the only people in those locations. Yes. <laughs> Let's go somewhere quiet. <laughs> Well, I guess we do a lot of shouting on this show, so I can't, can't really point the finger. It'd be a case of... Pot kettle! <laughs> what does that mean? Pot calling the kettle black. Oh, is it shortened to it's pot kettle? It's copy shorthand. He's got it just down to... Pot kettle! Pot kettle! <laughs> it sounds like Tourette's, doesn't it? It's like it's <laughs> random now. So then, Pat and Frank have gone somewhere quiet to continue the conversation Good. in a quiet manner. Time. Your child is a stranger to you. God help us. All <laughs> this for some cockeyed revenge about nothing. No, very adequate and all. Barry went off into the Scottish mountains wearing a pair of city shoes. Like the dozy big plum he always was. Janine wasn't there. And because she said something to you, you've taken it as gospel when you should have known damn better. You have no right to tell me what to do. I have every right. This is my daughter we're talking about, and it's you. And I love you, you balmy old horse. <laughs> my ears are bleeding. <laughs> that is walking into the Scottish mountains in city, city shoes. Like the dopey plum he always was. The dozy plum, I'll have you go. dozy plum. What is it? He loves you, you old what? Barmy old horse? You barmy old horse! Oh, Frank, you say the nicest things. And that is a quiet conversation with Frank Butcher. <laughs> she started whispering at the very her first line was, whisper, you know, Frank, we should something, something. What are you <laughs> talking about? Frank, we're in a library, man. <laughs> Jesus. The books are telling us quiet. <laughs> That, he's amazing. What, so what's going I can't even tell what's going on. Oh, it's too complicated. It was like, I knew it was English, but it wasn't making any sense. <laughs> All right, we need to go and uh, listen to something quiet. Yeah, something calm and nice. and <laughs> Just for a few moments, and we'll be back with more on Get This. God blimey! <laughs> That's youth group forever young here at Get This Around the Nation. Cal Wilson is with us. Uh... A lot of people have been calling in um, about Frank Butcher. Ah, oh, yes. <laughs> he was the guy years ago I saw him on EastEnders claiming, I can't remember what the context was, but he came out with this line, I'm no double yoker. What? He's no double yoker. What does that mean? I don't know, but then I saw, you know Frank Skinner? Yeah. Does that show, the Frank Skinner show? Yeah. And he had that sort of nutty socialite woman, uh, Tara had her, and she accidentally called Frank Skinner Frank Butcher. <laughs> I that. She was so off her nut, she kept calling him Frank Butcher. And Frank goes, I've never claimed not to be a double Yorker. <laughs> and you were the only one that laughed. I'm the only person who knows what he means by that. <laughs> it's a bit like that on this show. Uh, time for a message from John Howard. My um, message to the state government is to get its hand out of the pockets of these irrigators. Oh, that sounds <laughs> disturbing, whatever it is. Or is it just a case of... Cow. Quite possibly. <laughs> He's just like a pirate. Let's push him off a cliff. The Labor Party says... Ah. <laughs> there you go. Trindo has contacted us wanting that as a ringtone, so we'll see mm. what we can do. She also says, Hey, Ed, mm. I'd like to ride a, a motorcycle out of a mine and over the top of Naomi Robson. That's, That's a great idea. She's trying to help out 
Ed had the worst ever dovetail on yesterday's yeah. Talkback Mountain. What would you like to jump a motorbike over? It just yeah. Just out of nowhere. Yeah, see, Cal gives Sweet. it the reaction it yeah. deserves. Come on, Cal. I'm still board. getting over you having the hots for Queen Elizabeth and her egg. <laughs> <laughs> You everyone was thinking it. Everyone was thinking it. You know you were. Hey, Ed. Hey, hey. Guess what? What? Princess Mary's pregnant again. Oh, <gasps> well, really. How underwhelming. That wouldn't even make a good sex video, like a celebrity sex tape. <laughs> even that would be boring. Even that would be boring. She'd just be laying egg after egg <laughs> after egg. <laughs> be... She doesn't lay eggs. <laughs> she doesn't lay eggs. Are you sure she's pregnant? Supposedly, according to oh, women's names. Really oh, I, was thinking, I was thinking that she could do a little bit for international relations and stuff. Um, because her first child is called Christian. Yeah. So maybe she should call the next one Muslim. There you go. Ah. Keep going down Just, the line yeah. until she gets a snake handler. Yeah. <laughs> or Jedi. Jedi. <laughs> She's a top player to meet, that old man. Hey, come on. <laughs> I love how I think, uh, who is it? Shakalali. Shakalali. Always in trouble. Always in trouble. Mouthy as. <laughs> but misinterpreted. So apparently. mouthy. Misinterpreted. Just oh, poor guy. <laughs> He's off poor the hook. Guy. He's off the hook because when he said play to meet, he was referring to top quality meat. Oh, it was like enough. your filet mignon. Oh, fair enough. It's like mince or nothing. No, no, none of that. Enough shake a lolly talk. I'm feeling frightened. <laughs> Poor old shake. Uh, <laughs> what about Cal Wilson's diary? Uh, it's sitting here. I found my diary from when I was 16. Oh, and it's wow. a, what? It's a terrifying document. Quite yeah. apart from that, I can't read my own writing. So I've had to. <laughs> it's pretty comprehensive. Oh, look at that! It's covered in the names of bands. I thought I might start, oh. even though I didn't play any music. What well, fantastic! Who you got? I've got. I thought "Naked Without Chains" would be a good name oh, for a band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought "All Shot to Pieces" would be a good <laughs> right. name for a band. Um, uh, what else did I like? Uh, three Acts of Faith. Oh, Look right, at that. Right. Uh, and The Life of the Soul Party. Oh. thought it was a good name see for you, a band. Yeah. Quite an exciting teenager. But those those names are bad. They're like, they sound like emo uh, rock they bands. They do. Oh. I was ahead of my time. Yeah, absolutely right. They're always three words and moody, the names of these bands. Mm. That's absolutely spot on. What was your band going to be called, Ed? My band? Yeah. I, I, no, I never even thought about Surely it. Surely you came up with a band no. name and then didn't record any music or actually have a band like everyone else. No. No, I, did, I never no. even I never even thought of that. Really, you you did that? Uh, Frankenheimer, or nice. or Busted Skunk. They were the two bands <laughs> I was going to start. Never started either of them. Busted, Busted Skunk, skunk I like. I like it. Great, it's sounds very excellent visual. in a New Zealand accent too. Yeah. <laughs> so it's actually Busted Skink. Yeah, it's right. <laughs> it's ambiguous. That's what it is. That's what it is. So you're going to read some of your diary? Would you like out? me to read some of my yeah, diary? Yeah, yeah. Now, do you need music for this? Perhaps, perhaps something uh, that would go with the life of the Soul Party or Shy Boy, Shy Boy, which was another band name I forgot to mention. It's <laughs> a good Shy Boy, Shy Boy logo. That's yeah, looks very excellent. good. And, and a picture of my parrot on the front, sellotaped on. <laughs> but what about? The era. Oh, what sort of music back. do we need? Okay, here? late eighties. Nickelback. Late eighties. What have you got, uh, Rich? I've got mid eighties. Yeah, Is well, that okay? That'll do. That'll do. Yeah, Nickelback. we can back. I had older brothers. Something yeah. like this. Oh, nice. Say, wah, wah, nee. nice. Take it away, Cal. Okay. January third. Sunbathed. No major change. Devised costume for band. Blue bowler hat, David Lee Roth hairstyle, red leather bow tie, black tailcoat with three quarter sleeves, white and black skinny trousers patterned like ladders. Black or crimson shawl for wrapping round waist, black leather singlet or white, John Lennon, John Lennon glasses, ankle boots and red or blue socks. Of course, this is all fantasy. Level 42 is cute. I might be a surveyor. 
or maybe not. Wow. <laughs> Level 42. <laughs> 42. Level 42 is a band from the from, Scritty Politi era. Yeah, they, they did a song called Running in the Family and I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> the Chinese Way, is that them as well? I don't know. It wasn't up to Kershaw standards. Uh, right, you're not going to be interested <laughs> in yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fantastic. So your entire entry is just a list of costume requirements. <laughs> For someone who does not play a musical instrument or can sing. Hard, I, couldn't, I couldn't keep up with your costuming as you were reading it out. So, so you, you lost me, to... me. No, you lost me at leather vest, perhaps white. I think no, you no, were, leather I... singlet, not a vest, a oh, singlet. because you already had a vest up the top, didn't you? Uh, yeah, no, sort. I had a black tailcoat with three-quarter how, sleeves. <laughs> how are you going to pattern something with, as ladders? I don't know. I don't even know what that <laughs> means anymore. I don't even know. But, uh, you know, black ankle boots and red or blue socks. I've given myself an option. <laughs> and a David Lee Roth hairstyle. Yeah, what does that mean? He's uh, long, isn't it? No, it's kind of Hurt. mullet. Angry mullet, oh, I think. Angry it's it's mullet. angry, electrified mullet. Oh. I think you want to flip forward a few days. Well, see, okay, see, have you got right. the music there again? Uh, uh, something else? Would you like? Yeah, yeah give us something yeah. else from the yeah. era. Okay. Miss Francis chose the prefix today. I am one, but Veronica, Sam and Karen are not. Had a driving <laughs> lesson, quite elementary, lusting after Dad's smoking jacket. But maybe when I'm older. Oh, <laughs> your, your dad had a smoking had a, jacket? Uh, which I now own. Really? I have a Paisley smoking jacket. And when would he put that on? Yeah. He, he never wore it. He didn't smoke. <laughs> never wore it. Where did he get it? I don't know. I think he went, oh, that'll go with my pith helmet, which he also uh, owns. He also had. <laughs> yeah. He could have been in the Shy Boy. With oh, he's like Shy Boy, that. Shy Boy, please. Sorry. Shy Boy, Shy Boy. You got some yeah. more music I'm, there, Richard? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Next entry. June the 13th. I'm in the major production. I have two lines, but that could change. Mr. Skirton was very impressed with my potential. <laughs> <laughs> in June, I have to keep going. This is the special. You because we want to hear more Fegel Sharky. <laughs> <laughs> June 15th. Saw Simon. Pip told me to sit next to him at rehearsal and say, yeah. gee, isn't this boring? But he came and sat next to me and said, gee, isn't this exciting? <laughs> Pip says she could see us together. Oh, my God. Do, what? Do, it gets fruitier, I'm hoping. Yeah, there's, two, there's two more entries that I'd like to read. Oh, and actually, there's, a, there's about eight more months I'd like to go through. Come on. <sighs> June 18th, no Simon, depressing. Chemistry, bath. English, puke. Dad gave me An Innocent Man by Billy Joel. Freak me out. It is so beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) July the 10th. Simon's birthday, I think. I think he's a tinsy bit interested. I hope. Wasn't able to get near him to wow him out with conversation. (laughs) So may do with gazing adoringly at his bike. Wow. (laughs) his bike. That is fantastic. Did you ever end up with Simon? Okay, let me tell you what happened. That was that was July, right? Yeah, yeah. July twelfth, we were nose majorly on the run. Dad thinks I should stay home tomorrow, but I can't. I'll die if I don't see Simon tomorrow. August the thirteenth, major production. Brilliant tonight. Really cool. Went to party. Simon fondled my foot. He wasn't wearing socks, and he had chip crumbs on his nose. Put me off him. (laughs) August the fourteenth, Matt is really really nice. Hope I get somewhere with him. I think he likes me. Oh God, please. Oh, any action with Matt? No, never, no. The next few pages are torn out. <laughs> oh, what's going on? Who's Snakefinger? Snakefinger was a, um, a great uh, guitarist uh, in the 80s uh, oh. who died, ironically, and I have, the, I have the page in here somewhere, Black, Black Day, Snakefinger died. He died after performing his single, There Is No Justice in Life, had a heart attack, died on stage. Wow, what a legend. So much stuff. Did you keep a diary yet at all? I've never kept, I've I've never written um, seconds of diary in my life. Uh, You? Well, what happens with, uh, in comedy, and you'll find this, Cal, 
people will approach you eventually to do a diary. Like, they would call me I've, and... I've got it right here. Yeah, well, you've got that ready to go. <laughs> yeah. But you have this thing, me and Mick Malloy would constantly be called up going, hey, to do a book, we want you to do a book. And we're going, we, we haven't got time to do a book. Yeah, it would yeah. take like six months. And they're going, nah, 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 just get some of your old sketches and transcribe them and that could be a book for Christmas. Oh. Going, oh, that's a bit dodgy. And then they've gone, okay, if you haven't got time for that, do a diary. That's the thing in comedy where it's just a book and you just have to have one little joke on the page and it's all blank. So you, so you don't have to make up new dates. Yeah. Oh, it's like an actual diary. Like an actual diary with right. one gag. It's the dodgiest approach That's in comedy great. books. So every page is basically blank and then just a little bit of a joke at the top. That's great. Like the con the fruit or a diary. Oh. And, and then do you do like a little, like little hand-drawn sketch? Yeah, maybe if just me looking like, where's Wally? That's what they wanted. They would have been happy with that. Oh, you've got that. <laughs> But here's what we said to them. We said, no, we're not going to do the Martin Malloy diary. We want to do the Anne Frank diary. (laughs) And it would just be like a diary you could use with little witticisms from Anne up in the top corner. (laughs) Didn't go for it. Not much going on in the attic today. (laughs) Had to be very quiet. (laughs) No, no love. They weren't going with the Anne Frank diary. I can't believe that. It's getting the same reaction as Nikki's giving me now to us. Are we up to... How can we have gone 83 minutes in one segment? That's not possible. That's not sound math. Uh, We've had requests for something we did on Martin Malloy years ago uh, called Blimpy, the lactose intolerant cat. And I know you two are cat lovers. So there might be a bit of that if we've got time. Next on Get This. Get This. Dubious parentage. And until the parentage has been proven, I don't comment on them. For the next big thing from Mercedes-Benz, the all-new Sprinter. Yeah, let's get this around the nation where Cal Wilson is sitting in. She's brought her diary in. That's quite revealing. <laughs> right. <laughs> What's your birthday, Ed Cavill? June 30. Look up June, June 30. 30. New Year's Eve. This is your a accountant. 1987. Oh, you're giving out my age, Tony. Oh, should I have not done that? Oh, too late. No, it's oh, all right. Um, sorry. Um, went to Wizards with Robin quite What's fun. Wizards? Wizards is a, like a... A video game parlour hey. in like the dodgy street of Christchurch. Oh, <laughs> uh, dodgy street. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you don't go yeah. there. Just a lot of uh, just a lot of names of people I was there with. Didn't see Simon. Must be still on work experience. Mm. Where did he do work experience? Do you remember? I don't know where he did work experience. Oh. Hope he's back soon. Might get Michelle to work for me on Friday or Sharon so I can go to practice because I was working at the supermarket then and I was also in the major production. If you remember, I had two lines, two lines, <laughs> oh, wow. two lines. And I can still remember one of them. What is it? Um, what academy were you wanting? <laughs> what was the show? It was it was about body snatches in Edinburgh. The reason <laughs> the reason the reason that the teacher had chosen it was that there were eighty parts. million girls at school uh, that wanted to do drama and yeah. like four guys, and so it just found a play that had a hundred thousand women in it, and it was about Birkenhair and hair, Birkin Wills. Which <laughs> one of the one of them was murderers? One of them was explorers. Either way, the ones that didn't do any exploring, they were the body snatches in Edinburgh, and so it was. Just just about people being used for medical And you all had outrageous Scottish accents. <laughs> Others may have had better ones, but that was mine. <laughs> wow. Okay. What academy were you wanting? And did you call it practice? Yeah. yeah. Not rehearsal. Not rehearsal. Because Anthony Morgan, who nearly was a co-host on this show. Almost. He had a theory years ago, which was nobody would take actors as seriously as they take themselves if rehearsal was called practice. And if acting was just called pretending. <laughs> I've got to go and practice pretending today. 
I'm going to go with that. That's a great idea. Well done. He might have done that himself, that bit of material, if he'd come in. Yeah, maybe. What, what happened to him? <laughs> you know, morgues. Yeah. <laughs> you've got to tell him, you've got to fake up the time, start time of the show yeah. to two hours before it actually starts. That's why. <laughs> then he might get here for the final break. Now, uh, we, I've got some music for you all. Oh, have you? Yeah. Hey, well, people want to hear music. They want to hear a bit of Armity Shanks. Oh, and who are we to deny them? Do you know Armity Shanks? I've heard of him. The English punk band who sing about nothing else but... Oh, thanks, oh, Frank. Frank's on board. That was drugged up punks. And, and lady boys. Oh, Can you top not, that? Not the Armitage Shanks I was thinking I of. Don't even, <laughs> you know what? I'm so dazzled by uh, by Armitage Shanks' work that I'm probably going to put down some of my poorest music ever. Two, three, four. <laughs> Simple as that? Yep. Oh, that's Jack and Diane with a sudden ending. What's going on there? I don't know. Someone's <laughs> taken a three-day weekend and decided to cut off the end of a whole bunch of songs. Wow, yeah. Marston's getting it. Yeah, shock jock style. He's arcing up. Cal <laughs> Wilson is with us on Get This. So we were distracted. We were we playing. Were distracted. We were playing Kitten War. Oh, I've got some stuff for the cat lovers coming up in Kittens. a second. Have you? But firstly, just got to plug some things. Plug, plug, plug. Peter Grace, of course, oh, yeah. the uh, Bruce Gingell of the Triple M Network, the first man to speak. First man. Back in 1980, yep. he has a TV show, his own TV show called cool. Sorta of Like a Show. Oh, yes. I think some of it was shot uh, with our friend the late Paul Hester. And oh, cool. uh, it's going to air in oh. Melbourne this Saturday night, tomorrow night, 10 o'clock, on Channel 31, which is like your community Great spot. TV. Great spot. So uh, check out Sorta of Like a Show, see Great. what Gracie's been up to. Good idea. It's pretty mainstream. I mean, uh, will he be poached? Because a lot of people come from Channel... Rove started on Channel 31. Who else? Yeah. Mr X and Mr Y, who are not allowed to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Could Gracie be the next host of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? He'd be good. I'd like to see that. I'd love to see him and Jake Wall <laughs> yeah, <would you? laughs> just hosting dinner parties, you know? <laughs> Surrounded by the eggs of Queen Elizabeth. There we go. It's <laughs> Queen Elizabeth and Prince on the make in the corner. <laughs> you know? Frank Butcher saying pot kettle. Hey, we now so, in the sizzle. Uh, it's so confusing sizzle. if you've just tuned in. <laughs> Uh, the thing I'm waiting for is that Borat movie. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Oh, the bloke who runs oh. this network. Oh, the genius that runs this network. He took me aside this morning in the underground car park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to get that Borat on. <laughs> <laughs> Even he's... People who... Uh, uh, this is what happened. A friend of mine went to the cinema owners' Damn. convention. Uh, good idea. Crusty, cynical, seen it all. They cinema hate it all. Owners. They even hated the breakup with Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> That's how cynical they are. What he, sort of show bag do you get at a cinema owners' convention? You just get a giant Coke. <laughs> the size of a a, spa. a think, grain silo. I think everyone arrives in a popcorn bin, you know. No. Brought in. But so I, I see, just quickly, Tone. Oh, I'm but no, the cinema owners love the Borat movie. Oh, do they? Like, oh. even they were blasted out of yeah. their yeah. torpor. Uh, when, I, when I worked at the video shop, we had, there was this, when Jurassic Park was coming out on video, and yes. it was going to be the biggest event that ever happened to anyone ever in their whole lives. Right. And they invited us to this, this like, event. So we all went along, and it was like all Jurassic Park themed. And it was an hour and a half of, of like sizzle merchants telling us how it was going to cut through. And, and were the people you know, dressed as dinosaurs running around no, in the foyer? Unfortunately, not. That I would have liked, <laughs> you know. And there was like bar graphs about how it was going to like max up our earnings and all this kind of stuff. And I, we were bored senseless because the promise was at the end of it we'd get a copy of Jurassic Park, and they gave us the book. Oh, oh. the 
novelization. The novelization. The and no, I, no, no, it was, no, no, it was the novel first. It was a Crichton book. A Crichton book first. <laughs> and and then make a great you movie. Read it. Yeah. <laughs> and in in a, in, a, in a, I've never been more proud of my manager because he, he grabbed the book and he said, "So we're getting a book, are we?" And they said, "Yeah, you get a book." And he threw it on the floor and walked off. <laughs> For a second there, I thought you had a manager when you were like just yeah. working in a video shop. Yeah, no, no, I had people. <laughs> I had my, my people were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We had some offers coming in, Ed. Uh, how would you like to stand behind the counter at uh, Blockbuster <laughs> no, for a couple of hours next Friday night? How yeah. many chiquitos are in it for me? Yeah, so it's only a gig. You'll only be seen from the waist yeah. up. So, yeah, okay. Um, we'll be okay. back to their people. Yeah, yeah. See what we can do. Okay, movies. That's what you guys like. Cats. Yeah. Oh, do I like cats? I've had. Who's been asking for it? Somebody here. Somebody. Oh. Cat lover X. Cat so lover X. People. Cat lover X. No. Just. Well, Tony, this is the longest you've ever rummaged. Do I have. <laughs> Tony, you don't. But you're doing it. You don't. So here we go. Oh. Simone is a big fan. We need some rummaging music for you, Tony. <laughs> Like the saber dance or something. That'd be nice. What about safety dance by Men Without Hats? See what rummage about for some rummaging music. Can you rummage about, Rich, while we're doing this? Uh, Simone is a big fan of Blimpy, the lactose intolerant cat. This was a serial that uh, we used to do on Mark Malloy ten years what ago. What was it inspired by? It was. Uh, I think my cat had the shits one week. Um, <laughs> yeah, that could be a. It was year four of the show. And we just went. Anything we say is now a segment. Anything's a segment. <laughs> Got some rummaging music, Rich. It, I, it was uh, okay. Give me the rummaging music, even though I'm no longer yeah, see, rummaging. Yeah, see, I don't even understand this show anymore. I've been rummaging for Blimpy, so... Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, have you I found can, Blimpy? I can make this noise. <laughs> With my diary. That's the noise we've already got, though. That's the oh. tone's already making that noise. We need no, music over the top. No, he's making scruffly could-be-a-rodent-going-round-in-the-paper the paper noise. I'm making the flip. Could-be-a-rodent could noise? People love this one. Yeah, I have. I started hearing that. When I listen to the show back on the CD sometimes, I hear... And the other one you can hear faintly, if you're listening hard enough for it, and I am, is Shanksy. Tapping his foot along to the music. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What song uh, gets that happening the most? Uh, the, the opening track, The Hives. Any Blunt. Oh, yeah. uh, and Nickelback, he's just sort of, you know... <laughs> Life is a loving highway. himself, if you know what I'm saying. That's his favourite. Tom Cochran, Life is, is a Highway. It? I want to ride it all night long. Oh, shit. Are we going to have now time for Blimpy? Yeah, yeah. So this was a cereal which was based... I don't know how we managed to get a lactose intolerant cat you know, to be the basis for a cereal. And yeah. obviously it's 10 years old, so some of the references may be slightly out of date, but here we go. Now it's time for the adventures of Blimpy, the lactose intolerant cat. He's not very well. He's making a smell. We should put him out, but that wouldn't be fair. Cause he's just a Next on Nine, it's Nightline with Jim Whaley. Oh no, the news, quick chase chills. Okay. <laughs> You've been to the multiplex. You've heard about the megaplex. Now there are even more movies to choose from at the new 168 screen village ultraplex. What? Turn it up! Now you can see the biggest movie of all time, Titanic, on four screens simultaneously with genuine octopus.
Sonic sound and in new gargantuscope, stupend around and accessorama. The effect is so realistic that at the end of every screening, four patrons are reported missing, presumed crown. Titanic, only at the new village, Ultraplex. Can we go to the Ultraplex, Dad, please? Well, all right, but only because it's been so insistently marketed. Yay! Hang on, kids. What about Blimpy? Oh, he can come too. Hmm, I wouldn't have thought a brand new and still untested experimental cinema complex was any place to take an animal with as fickle a lower intestine as Blimpy. Don't worry, Dad. He's pretty stable at the moment. Yeah, it's only sudden high-pitched noises that set him off. Well, all right. I can't imagine there'd be any sudden high-pitched noises in a film about a large steamship leaving port. You're on. Let's go. Yay! Good evening, sir. Welcome to the new village, <coughs> Ultraplex. Uh, two adults, two children and one cat with the shits, thanks. Stephen Seagal is still wearing those big-ass Chinese jackets in straight-to-video. Quite blimpy. Here, have this large bowl of full cream, creamy-style cream creamer. All right, let's see this big boat go down. Oh, come on. We're all just here to see that bloke bounce off the propellers. Cut straight to that bit, I say. And that's pretty much how it happened. Give or take a few process shocks. <laughs> oh, that was great, Dad. And look, Blimpy slipped through the whole thing. Hang on. What's that hard pitch sound? Cereal. That was the basis for an ongoing radio show. Zero, and what dear. a base it was. That was great. Hey, let's get up the mountain. Oh, yeah. Explain to Cal Wilson what our topic is today, Ed. Okay, uh, the topic today is places in the world that you just have to see. Now, mm -hmm. it's based upon my friend Susanna, who yesterday told me that she went to L.A., right, and she bypassed all of the traditional landmarks, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Hollywood sign, mm. you know, Venice Beach, all of those things, and the only bit of sightseeing she did is she had to see the block of toilets where Boy George got picked up for toilet <laughs> training. <laughs> Boy George or George Michael? Either way. Uh, <laughs> and she did, and she took a photo, and she said it was excellent. And then she said... 
It's actually a much nicer toilet than you think. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he, he's been maligned, oh, unfairly. Much maligned. And, then I, and that reminded me of the time I went to Poland with my friend Thomas. I'd yeah. never been to Poland before in my life. I was 17. And we get there, and we, we were driving through Warsaw, and I was like, what's that? It's like this massive, he's like, oh, it's the Palace of Culture, the Soviets built, I wouldn't worry about it. What's that? Oh, that's some famous old relic, blah, blah, blah. What's that? Oh, that's where Pope John II was born, don't worry about that. And then we stopped the car, and we got out, and I said, what's this? It's like this big concrete wall. And he goes, this is the best handball wall in Poland. <laughs> And he was right. Don't take that wall down. And that was it. And it was brilliant. So that's what we're asking today. Right. Okay. Things right. you just had to see or things you have actually seen. Could be either, either way. One. So either way. Even if it's just like an ambition to go yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. You've just got to go. All right. Anything for you I, I felt oh, that okay. way about the big banana. And I was quite yeah. underwhelmed when I got there. And Ooh. it's kind of just a little bit bigger than life size. Oh, it's Ooh. so valuable now. It though. is very valuable yeah, now. Yeah, but I have. So I, I went to, um, when I was in England, I went to the village where they filmed The League of Gentlemen. Oh. And had a beer in the pub where they right. filmed in the pub and got excited about that. See, that's good. Mm. And what's it called? It's called Hadfield. It's called Royston right. Vasey in the series, and it's called Hadfield in real life. And it's, I'm sure people know it's called Royston Vasey because that's... Uh, Roy Chubby Brown's? Roy Chubby Brown's real name mm. oh. is Royston Vasey. Mm. Yeah. And it was good because the it went... We went a couple of years ago, and at the time they hadn't sort of gotten to the merchandising thing oh, no of Royston Vasey. So, no so, so the, you need your merch. Um, and so the people at like the local sort of milk bar had made some stuff themselves. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> so it was a bit like, crap. Oh, just like mugs with kind of stickers on saying, you know, welcome to Royston Vasey, you'll never leave, but just a bit crap. Yeah, good time. <laughs> uh, I did make a pilgrimage uh, to see where the, you know, the Bonnie Doon location for the castle. Ah, yes, we, yes, we, yes. we were driving sort of past there, but it's. Um, you know, it's it's all gone up itself. It's like the Playboy Mansion. Oh, we said. Yeah. Does does the Sound of Music tour count? I did that in Salzburg. What's that? About ten What's years that? ago, you go on a bus and you look at all the locations of the Sound of Music, uh, you and you're surrounded by giant Americans who are just going off their nuts with excitement about and it. Does the person doing the tour do that uh, rather fruity line that we're not allowed to play anymore <laughs> from the Sound of Music? <laughs> any uh, any Abbey work from her? Yeah, a little, 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 little bit, little bit. Fruity Abbey work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we went, we just, just quicker went to New Orleans with a friend of mine. I said, oh, what are we going to go see? And he stopped outside this thing and he said, that's the brothel in Monster's Ball. Oh. And I said, yep. And then I said, can we go? And he said, you don't want a picture? I went, I don't want a picture. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. I don't want a picture. I, I saw the laundrette out of my beautiful laundrette. Oh, really? I went to New York as like again to about ten years ago, and yeah. we went. Oh, we're going to see the Soup Nazi, and there was a queue round the block, yeah. wow. and they were handing out flyers and passing them back, saying, "Do not mention the word Nazi in this shop. Anyone who <laughs> says the word Nazi will be shown Is that the door." Right, Rich. Oh well, uh, New York. Everywhere you turn, it's just a photo opportunity because everywhere has appeared in in movies, yes, you know, or, or TV. But um, the, the cover, the the poster for Manhattan. Uh, my friend and I uh, went to that park bench where Diane Keaton and Woody Allen are looking off. I think it's the Brooklyn Bridge. Oh yeah, oh, and yeah, it's yeah. you know it's black and white. It's a really beautiful shot, and we went and recreated that. We got black and white film, the whole deal. You know, obviously yeah. two men. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to find what's the Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah, yeah. it's a classy <laughs> film. Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to find the manhole from the poster for Chud, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> couldn't find it. That's good. Did you go to Woody Allen movies? Did you go to the Carnegie Deli? Right. Yeah, uh, no, no, I didn't go to the Carnegie Deli, but uh, went to the Carlisle Pub. Michael's Pub at the Hotel Carlisle right. where he plays the, the Dixieland music. And did you oh. hassle Woody Allen? Did no, you harass him? hilarious to watch him because he doesn't say anything during oh. the whole act. All you hear is just in between a song you'll hear him say, F minor. <laughs> that's all you hear, just like little mumblings. And uh, the Carnegie Deli has the is the sandwiches named after comedians. All right, so it'll be like the Milton Burl. Oh, yeah, it'll yeah. be a lot of ham. Ah, yeah. And the Rob, you know what the Robin Williams is? Uh, cocaine and booze. It's two slices of bread, 
and you have to steal the rest. Oh, wow. They're bitchy, those comedians. <laughs> They're not happy, are it's they? It's a real one. Are we running so late, thanks to Blimpy, that we are going to go straight to the callers? Ah, hello, Lee. He's not ready for this. How are you? Not Lee, how, yourself. I'm excellent, sir. Where'd you go? Uh, we actually stayed in the hotel where they filmed the uh, original Beverly Hills Cop when yeah. they were doing it. Yeah. Oh, so you were there while they were filming it? Yeah, we actually we actually were allowed to watch the scene where he was um, where he was talking to the the bloke at the counter about he's an editor for Rolling Stone magazine and wanting to um, interview Michael Jackson and all this sort of stuff. And the word is, didn't Eddie Murphy improvise all those scenes in that film? Yeah, like, apparently did, so. Did it look like he was just making stuff up on the spot? Yeah, he was, he was just going berserk. Yeah. <laughs> He was like, making people laugh all over the joint. Like, when they weren't shooting, he was still cracking jokes left, right and centre. It was hilarious. Yeah. It was a very funny film. <laughs> yeah, better than being on the set of Beverly Hills Cop 3. Oh. <laughs> being in that fun park. Oh, my God. Not a joke to be seen. So pesky. <laughs> cracking gags. That's pretty uh, good. Thanks, Lee. Hello, Jared. How are we going, guys? Yeah, good. Where'd you go? Uh, no, I actually want to go to the... Uh, the station in the middle of nowhere in Scotland that's in train spotting with the one platform. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, where it's just platform and then sort of mountains. Yep. Do you think that's for real? That really exists? I reckon. It does. Yeah. Oh, it does, Rick. Yeah, yeah. No, I've seen it on the internet. Have you? It must be oh, true. Must that's be true. That's because Richard insists that he looks like Ewan McGregor. Ah, oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Hey, uh, what are you gonna, when, are you, when are you thinking about going, Jared? What do you reckon? Uh, hopefully next year sometime. Oh, great. And when you get there, what will you do? What do you mean? Well, you know, you've arrived there. What's oh. how do you celebrate? Vandalism? No, Stick your head sit, down the sit toilet? On the edge of the platform and get blind. There we go. <laughs> Sorted. It's just what they would have wanted. Put that in your diary. <laughs> Thank you, Jared. Hello, Josh. Oh, good day. What was that, John? We're excellent. Hey, uh, where are you? Where are you off to? Um, well, when I was about ten, we um, mum was taking us for a trip. Um, inland near Wagga Wagga, yeah. and um, was taking us to see a windmill. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> Just to go and see a windmill? Yeah, it was, apparently it was made by our great granddad. And how was it? Did you? How was it? It was not that good. I, we went there and mm. had a look at it, and there was a little coffee shop. Mum went and had a coffee, and um, I tried to climb it and got stung by wasps. <laughs> wow! <laughs> what yeah. a great holiday! See, in a few years, when Australia is entirely uh, powered by windmills yeah. <laughs> and wasps, <laughs> and wasps. <laughs> when we harness the power of the wasp. <laughs> Josh. Hey, Queen Colin. Elizabeth will lay those wasps. <laughs> <laughs> Hello to people just joining us. Hello, Colin. How are you? Uh, doing good. How are you guys? We're great, mate. Where have you gone? Um, a few years back, I uh, went to Albuquerque to turn left. <laughs> <laughs> Successful? Yep. That's Still great. had no idea where, where Bugs Bunny would have ended up, though. <laughs> <laughs> so there's nothing left to do now that you've done that, is there? I've uh, been there, done it all. There you go. Kick back, Colin. You're done. Let's <laughs> sit back and listen to the radio now. Reminisce. <laughs> <laughs> Time for one more, Ed. Hello, Nathan. Hi, Ed. How are you uh, going? Oh, mate, I'm great. Too. Where have you been? Uh, a couple of years ago, I went to the uh, pub where Oliver Reed died when he was filming Gladiator. Oh, oh yes. 
Have they set up a plaque? Because I went to a bar in New York where a poet drank himself to death, and they've got a little plaque above his bar stool. They said, oh, he... yeah, it's more than a plaque. It's like a whole shrine to him. There's photos and flags of England, and it's just it's amazing. And there's a little spot where he sat and uh, where he had too much to drink and died. That's right. And obviously, wow. uh, you know, we don't want to make fun of the fact that he died, but I do remember at the time the article said that he was... I think his last words were he was actually lying on the floor of that pub and he was asking someone to just give him one more drink. Whoa. Like his last line was yeah, just right. requesting someone to just put a beer up to his mouth as he was yeah, lying I, on the floor. I think that's true because I spoke to the bartender that was on that night and he said it was something like that. He was asking for more right at the end. Wow, just a, a memorial chalk outline. <laughs> Memory of Ollie. <laughs> Thank you, Nathan. Good work. Well, well, I'm pleased with that work. That was very nice. It's some call, great, great callers. Holiday destinations to visit. Can I bust Marslin on something for a second? Do that. Uh, last night, uh, he and Ry Ry Shelton and I were at dinner. Yes. Right? And we were talking about Simpsons uh, references because I we were saying how, I was saying how I watched an episode of The Simpsons and because you're nerds, yeah, massive nerds. <laughs> well, actually, I'm busting all of us because it was a 40 minute conversation about, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> interspersed with Ryan going, I'll just do another bit from the Family Guy if I could. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Rich, Rich, you said that you spotted you've spotted a reference that they didn't get yeah. that they've missed. Oh well, there's a you know the smwp.com, you know that that website which is like the ultimate Simpsons database. Yeah, yeah right. It's got like every reference, yeah. every joke in it. Yeah, the, the, there's a flatliners. Uh, movie reference in one of the episodes that they didn't get and I emailed them and they haven't put it up there. I don't How think anyway. That? I haven't checked it for a few months. Wow. You've, Rich is emailing in references wow. to The Simpsons. First, he's got to spot it, right? Yeah. First, he's got to see the two, the film for them to see it. Yeah. Then he's got to watch the episode and get it. Then he's got to find the website. Then he's got to email in. I mean, this is four stages of nerdism, Rich. I am Rich, so how on, is it? How is so it that you have thing. this incredibly hot girlfriend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was she impressed <laughs> by that I'm story, Rich? Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's not like a nerd girl. She's not got the Daria glasses on. Well, she's kind of a bit too cool. Oh, really? Opposites attract. He's what? so swarthy. I'm looking at him with new eyes. Ah. <laughs> I think it's time for us to sign off. Cal Wilson, thanks for sitting in. Oh, thanks for having me. Do you have anything to plug apart from that excellent diary of yours? I everyone should go and see the Phoenix Foundation tonight at the Rob Roy. They're oh, an you're in ace Melbourne? New Zealand band if you're in Melbourne. Yeah. In Melbourne. All right. Nice one. Excellent. I should also mention the Get This podcast. Oh. oh so no, we pretty much have it two a week now because there's the Looncast. Yeah, that's yeah, up yeah. there, the Lawrence yeah, yeah. Looncast. And then is the new... Get this bacon filled up. I think it's the lady special. What do we got? I think there's a bit of Robin Butler. Right. There's a bit of author Simone Howell. Right. And right. Katie, Katie Diamond. Katie Diamond. Diamond. And then uh, booting at home, Mick Malloy. Or Joan. In a fetching uh, skirt. In a fetching skirt. <laughs> Don't forget the essential countdown continues. Uh, it's the end yes. of the week. Is it the end of the week? I must thank Richard Marsland. I've got to thank Nikki Hamilton. I've got to yeah. thank Matt Dower. And I've got to thank uh, Anna on Anna. the phones. And B on Monday and Tuesday. Very nice. Yep. And of course, Ed Cavalli, how much fun is this? Ah, uh, Tone, it's the best. And our key phrase today, I think we know what it was. Hot cow. <laughs> <laughs> We'll be back on Monday with Dave Grady. Oh, yeah. And it's all thanks to the next big thing, the current big thing from Mercedes, or Mercedes Benz or Mercedes Bars, as I call them, the Sprinter. Now it's all out in you.